0: Welcome back to new to medical device sales. Thank you so much to everyone who decided to tune in today and we have an amazing guest for you guys. Today we have Drew Roberts. Drew Roberts is a three-time president club winner who is currently a territory manager for one of the largest medical device companies in the world. He has almost 20 years of experience in medical device settings. He was someone that I was able to talk to. He was nice enough to meet me for lunch, um, give me some tips to break into this awesome industry. And we're so excited to have Drew on today. So, Drew, thanks for taking time today. Hey, man. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate you being able to jump in to just serve our viewers um, and really want you guys who are listening to really take some notes. Because, like I said, uh, Drew is a three-time President Club winner. Drew, real quick, can you explain to the listeners what a President Club winner is?
1: Yeah, so President's Club is, uh, different companies do it different ways, but a President's Club basically is the top of the top. So if you're in the top 10% of the country in sales, usually within your division, that's that's a President's Club trip. Some companies you can do it within one year, some companies it's two years in a row being in the top 10%. And have some pretty nice awards for you, like, you know, some really nice trips, uh, a lot of gifts, cash prizes. There's a lot of things they do for you. So they're really, really nice. It's something big. If you get to win one, it's awesome.
0: Love it. Love it. So, so guys, who you're listening today is a three-time President Club winner. He's been successful. He knows what he's doing, and he's shown that he can be one of the top in this field. So I would make sure to be taking notes from what Drew has to offer you guys today and just giving you guys a little background, Drew started out at Enterprise, correct?
1: Yeah, so I, I wanted to break into pharmaceutical sales. Um, and to be honest, if I'm being honest with everybody on online today, I just, I wanted to make good money coming out of school. I'm one of these people that doesn't like to settle. A lot of my friends were making, you know, 20,000 to $30,000 entry level jobs. And I just, I told myself I had a minimum I wanted to make. And so I was looking at getting into pharmaceuticals, but it's really hard to do that as a, just a, as a college grad. So uh, Enterprise Rent-A-Car has a management training program where a lot of people I found out were breaking into pharmaceutical sales. So that's where I took my initial route to get started.
0: Love it, love it. And then you were able to break into pharmaceuticals. Can you kind of tell us about how you broke into pharmaceuticals? Because it is in the medical uh, setting. Yeah,
1: so one of the things they want for pharma or device, and we'll talk the device route in just a little bit, but one of the things with pharma is uh, they want you to have some kind of sales experience. So um, you can get that a bunch of different ways, but with enterprise running car, when you're actually the cars you can sell the damage waiver and different packages of insurance to go with the car so that was a way that they saw that i was able to sell is basically watching my sales numbers and being in a management training program you know there's a lot of hats you got to wear so um i actually used that combined with a friend of mine who gave me some tips that was trying to get in and he eventually got in with pfizer used some interview tips from him went through a lot of pitfalls myself went through some interviews and made some mistakes um, Learn the process. There's a really good book called The uh, Insider's Guide to the World of Pharmaceutical Sales, too, which I read. Um, you can probably still find it out there somewhere, I'm sure. So that's that took me a while. A lot of a lot of pitfalls, but I I made it. it. Took me about six months.
0: I love it. Love it. And so. Making it into pharmaceuticals, can you kind of tell our listeners uh, who might not know, what's the biggest difference between pharmaceuticals and medical device? And you can go into detail of even like what they make or what, what the daily life is.
1: Yeah, so I'll, I'll give you a couple of differences. So I took the farmer out first. Um, I started out as a primary care representative, uh, did, did six years in pharmaceuticals overall. About two years then I got into cardiovascular specialty. So I um, started calling on primary care physicians with um, primary care medications Worked my way up to where I was doing mostly cardiac drugs. Um, pharmaceutical is more of a marketing job, to be honest with you. And I'm not, I'm not knocking pharma, because pharma was really good to me. Um, it just takes kind of two different pathways. So if you want to be more of a marketing person, um, pharmaceutical is probably a better route, better quality of life. Um, it's more of a marketing job. You're not actually closing hard sales like you would in the medical device field. Good job. Um, higher base salary, typically lower bonus. Um, pharmaceutical also has a lot more volatility, I would say. So. A lot of company layoffs. Um, you're going to go through those up and down a lot as, as a pharmaceutical rep. So that's that's a little bit on pharma. Um, after pharma, I'm a driven person and I, w- I want to be more hands on. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be in surgery and I met some reps that were doing pacemaker defibrillator implants. And this guy was like best friends with the doc. I was at this pharmaceutical, uh, uh, like a conference. And this guy had been trying to get into C for like six months, was like hanging out with this guy in scrubs. They were like best friends. And so I just introduced myself to him and I found out he was his pacemaker defibrillator rep. So I told myself that's what I wanted to do, I'm a little more hands-on, and I also found out that um, the medical device jobs, there's a lower base salary, but the ability to earn is probably two to three times what you can make in pharmaceutical sales. So. For me, being a driven person, that's what I wanted to do, and that's that's what I went after.
0: Love it, love it, and just from talking to other reps, uh, I kind of heard like you know, if you're a top rep in pharmaceutical, would it be around maybe one hundred twenty thousand, or could it be more? Yeah, or I mean, there? some of the
1: really really tenured reps in pharmaceuticals could make one hundred fifty thousand, but one hundred twenty would be base, and thirty would be coming from your commissions. But that's that's a really tenured rep. Um, if you were in the biotech uh, sector of pharmaceuticals you could probably make 175 or even 200 if you were really, really experienced, but that's going to take years of experience, a lot of relationships, and you're going to be selling some, you know, some pretty experienced deep dive kind of stuff.
0: Okay. And then, yeah. And then I just always give that to the listeners because, you know, I think if you Google what the average medical device rep makes right now on like med reps, it says 150. And again, that's an average. That's taking the top 10 and the low 10 below, but you know, that's why I've, i always just like to touch on you know usually i've been told medical device has the opportunity to be a little more rewarding in the salary app yeah i've
1: I've known reps over the years that have made um really good money eight nine hundred thousand some over a million now you're not going to see that very often nowadays but for a medical device rep to make two to 400k is still a viable option whereas in pharmaceuticals you'll never touch that Mm, okay yeah you're going to work really hard for it though (laughs) yeah it ain't going to be free you're going to work but i mean if you're one of those person, people out there that are really, really driven and you just don't take no for an answer and you're going to work like a dog and provide excellent service, yeah, you can make really good money.
0: Love it. Love it. And so I, I hope you guys are just taking notes because, again, this is something I talk to a lot of people and it's something I looked at into is that a lot of people will be like, hey, I'm going to try to break into pharmaceutical first and then go into medical device. Um, real quick, since you've been in both, can you kind of touch on your thoughts with like managers maybe when you interviewed what they thought about pharmaceuticals? Because I know there's kind of the stigma A medical device that um, they don't even, at least when I talk to people, that they don't really care. Some people don't care for pharmaceuticals. It's actually
1: a really, really good question. So um, it was one of the hardest things I had to do transitioning from pharmaceutical to device because the device guys do not like the pharmaceutical reps. And it's not that they are, um, but like I said, the pharma reps come across as a little more lazy, more of a marketing type of person, whereas the device world... You gotta have some tough conversations with customers. You gotta ask for the business. Um, you gotta have some deep clinical knowledge cause you're in surgeries and you're directing physicians on how to use your product. And if you mess something up, patients could get injured. There's a lot more at stake. Um, so the device guys tend to want someone that's got more of an outside sales experience than to do pharma. So that was a hard transition to make. Um, I had to do a lot of work to get into the device side. The, the best right, if you wanna go into the device world, the best way you can get in is doing some outside business to business sales copiers uh, uniform sales mm-hmm. uh, something where you're cold calling people if you can show you have numbers the the device guys will like that yeah farm is harder to make the transition
0: yeah and they love numbers so if you have none of those numbers it makes it even it um, makes it a lot, a lot harder. more harder it so it you know that was kind of my experience as you guys have heard on the podcast but yeah um, you know those were always like that 8080p Centos, like all those oh um, great great
1: orders yeah conic Minolta uh, adp Centos, those, those are all some of the top companies. Paychecks, uh, they all do really, really well.
0: Awesome, awesome. So now that we kind of have gone in between the differences, can you think back to when you first broke into medical device and can you kind of just tell us about yeah. your experience in it and, and what you, what's your first couple of months, maybe your first year, what you're thinking and, and then what you actually found out because like I'm finding right now being into this new position, it's you think it's one thing from talking to all these reps and then you get in and it's, yeah. it's another experience.
1: So I started in the uh, cardiac rhythm management field is where I started. So I went from cardiac as a, as a pharma rep to, so I had the anatomy physiology background, but it's a whole other world being a device rep. Um, it's like drinking through a fire hose. Again, if you're a driven person, you just kind of kind of take it one day at a time. It's kind of like how the Navy SEALs train. They don't, when they're going through a really rigorous exercise, they don't try to think what's coming tomorrow, the next day. They just try to think and focus on what the next five minutes is going to be like to get through it. Device is kind of the same way. Um, you'll see these really experienced reps that have 20 years of clinical knowledge that you wish you could gain overnight. But the only way to gain it is actually to go through hundreds of procedures just like they did. So you kind of take each each uh, phase as it comes and just uh, keep your head down and keep grinding. You know, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to learn a lot. But that's why you see the people who've been around a long time that just really, really do well. Yeah. Like they've been doing it for so long. It's like everything else, like riding a bike.
0: Yep, and they get the experience. And I just want to touch on when uh, Drew says drinking from a fire hose. I, t- I was telling him, you know, I probably heard that a thousand times, talking to all these refs trying to break into the field, and I never truly understood what it meant until now. In being, in yeah, now. being in there now and being into this new position, yeah. it's, it's something you can't even just explain for, you can't even prepare for. But, you know, like you said, if you're a driven person, if you're hungry, if you're ready to go, you know, you'll be able to make it. So now the big thing, three-time president club winner. What do you feel has led to that? What what traits? What characteristics? What do you feel? Why you're such a high performer and why you keep being a top performer in the nation for your products when you're selling in medical so device? I,
1: I I tell people this, and I, I I don't think it's as hard as people think it is. I just think it takes a lot of dedication and time. But um I don't know if you guys have ever heard this before, but people buy from who they like. So you get a lot of arrogant reps or reps that think they're better than other people or they're just cutthroat or they're doing shady things behind the scenes. Um, if you're kind to people, you work really, really hard and you make yourself a really, really likable person, it's going to take some time, but you're going to develop a lot of deep relationships and you're going to start to build relationships with people you never thought you would build. Um, the other thing I was going to tell you that, that really probably sent me over the edge was, was likability and uh, dedication and time like i am a workhorse like i will put myself up to anybody when it comes to like a mental gas tank if someone tells me i'm not going to climb the mountain i'm going to do it the next day just so i can show them that i did it so it comes down to service and just doing it just like the other person's doing it i mean when i was in cardiac rhythm management i competed against the other two big companies which have excellent products and they have excellent reps but i was able to take two and a half million dollars of business from them in three years By just doing exactly what they were doing, but doing it faster and more efficient. Mm -hmm. I'll give you one good example here. A referring physician came to me and was wanting to attract business to his practice and wanted me and a competitive representative to go out and set up lunches to promote his practice and to help educate them on our technology. He gave me a list of 10 docs, gave the other rep the same 10 docs. Within 45 minutes, I set up all 10 of them. Two days later, the competing rep was like, Hey, Doc, I was thinking about these lunches. Which, which office do you want to go to first? And he's like, Don't worry about it, man. He's like, Drew, set up all 10. We already got it covered. <laughs> so it's things like that going above and beyond, doing the extra mile mm-hmm. that'll set you apart. And it's not rocket science. I think people can do it. You just have to have the drive and you got to be a really likable person and provide excellent service.
0: I love it. I love it. That's, that's amazing. And again, everybody, we keep saying that success leaves clues. And, you know, I think that's one thing that. Anybody who's successful, you're never going to get there without you know just work ethic or without you know driving oh, hard and doing that. Um, again, Drew, thank you so much for all of this. Now, can you give any advice to people breaking in? Right, a lot. Every, the majority of our listeners are people you know searching, trying to learn more about medical device, but also you're sure. Hey, they're interviewing, they're trying to break in again. Even if you give them the tips you gave me, uh, I'll be real, Drew gave me one of the best tips I've ever had in an interview and I am very confident on that. Is one reason that I did land the job because he knew how to not let people forget about you. So if you can just give some advice to people breaking in uh, a little broad and then even if you wanna go into pretty specific examples.
1: Yeah. So, um, like anything else, you know, obviously social media today and other things people want to set themselves apart. There's how many millions of YouTubers are there out there, but how many of those are really successful? And I think it's, um, one, um, you know, obviously the, the, the easy things, do your research, know the company, know the facts, um, get to know the right people. A lot of times it's who, you know, and not what, you know, you know, go in there. Um, I used, to, I used to call the manager all the time, just to introduce myself. I'd stop by the office and drop off a brag book with my sales numbers in it. Um, I'd get to know the, the secretary at the office I was trying to go to. And now things are a little different, it's a lot of internet-based, but yeah. you guys have to realize you're, you're putting your name in the hat for a job that's probably gonna have a thousand plus applicants. And you're not even gonna be seen because there's no video conferencing, there's no interviews, there's no... Yeah. So you really gotta make your resume stand apart. Um, when you get to the interview process, Make yourself unique, you know? If you get to the interview process, you're gonna to get to a place where you're gonna be keep competing against other people that are good too. They may have relevant experience. They may know the customer already. But if you make yourself stand out compared to them, you're gonna do well. Jacob's a great example. The way Jacob presented himself when he called me, introduced himself, followed up his professionalism, his drive, um, his demeanor. He has the stuff you can't teach. Um, that stuff combined with preparing for your interviews and setting yourself apart Um, will go a long way Um, for instance I'll give you an example like on my LinkedIn profile um, one of the comments I get all the time is most people put on there they put their sales experience they put I'm a you know a tenured sales rep everybody says that I don't want to be like everybody Mm -hmm. else so on my LinkedIn profile it says um, hungry sales animal operating in sixth gear daily and people are like well that's Completely different, and it stands out to people. Recruiters tell me that when they call me, um, do whatever you can to be a unique individual and make yourself stand out among everybody else. I think you'll do great.
0: I love it. And real quick, can you actually give them uh, just a t- uh, tip? What you gave me for to lose uh, to use that example at the end to close someone. You want uh, the, the part about not having sales, or uh, the, the part the guitar pick?
1: Oh yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys a couple of examples. I've done different things over the years. Um, uh, one time in my pharmaceutical. Uh, interview I gave each of the managers a little plant in a pot and I put the company logo on it and I said I want to plant in your mind today that I'm, I'm your guy like you don't want anybody else with this job I'm gonna I'm gonna work harder um, in another interview I um, actually this is the one I'm currently working for now um, I gave uh, both the manager and the area vice president you know a little speech about myself and my experience whatever but um, I asked them, I said what's the fastest-growing plant in the world Neither of them knew what it was. What's the bamboo seed? And so I gave them each a bag uh, of bamboo seeds and said, "I want to, you know, plant the seed in your mind today that you don't need to look anywhere else. I'm your guy." And I also had some guitar picks that I got um, online. You can, you can get these anywhere, but they had little artists on them. There was Van Gogh. There was, you know, different people from different eras, whatever. And uh, I actually just told them, I said, "Hey, listen, selling is an art and something that you know can't be taught. You know, it's something you just you you know." you're good at, and I said, uh, selling is an art form. And I said, I wanna be your pick. And I gave him a guitar pick with Van, Coen, with Van Gogh on it. So Jacob and I use a similar scenario. Um, it's things like this that are gonna get you to the final interview. If you're there and there's three other really good candidates, the manager's gonna be like, all three of these people are great. Mm-hmm. Who am I gonna pick? Yep. And the one that stands out the most among everybody else is the one that's gonna, gonna get to share. So the lion's um, the one that gets to eat.
0: <laughs> I love it. And, and the thing I want you guys to hear right there, going above and beyond that's the thing sure. i'm talking to people every single day uh fr- from linkedin from these videos and i love it but I-, I try to get across like everybody's trying to get these jobs you know everybody wants everybody. to be a part of it you know but you have to go above and beyond and show why you're better and show that you're going to be able to do the job and-, and just real quick to touch on you know reaching out to people getting in front of the right people something i always try to tell everyone especially me being a, a former athlete a basketball player in college like You want to be the dude on the bench. You want to be when someone needs to get taken out that they think of you. And so I just tell people, most people make the mistake of they see a job posted and now they're trying to get the job and you should have reached out to those people three months ago. So when the job comes open, they already think of you or somebody is reaching out on your behalf. Um, You know, and and again, I get that's hard to do in a lot of things, but that's when we come back to networking and talking about networking like drew said it a lot of times it's not about what you know it's who you know and so if we can bring it back to who you know and you do the right networking and people like you and 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 again you carry yourself in a professional manner you follow up you show that you can do the job correctly um and and show that you would be successful if you had the opportunity that's what's going to give you guys the upper hand just to at least get yourself in the interview and then and then you get to use all the great tricks that uh, Drew just shared to like, close the interview. And
1: the same plays out when you get the job. Um, I'll tell you, I started as a clinical rep, which means that I just supported the sales rep. I would cover procedures that they couldn't be at when I started doing surgical cases and stuff. But what happens is when you wanna get promoted in the cardiac rhythm management field, usually it's not the manager that promotes you, it's the other sales reps. So being the hungry go-getter, the one that never says no to anything, the one that's going above and beyond, that's giving all the great service, when a sales territory came open, my manager he went to all the reps and was like, "Who's ready?" And they were like, "Drew, hands down, man. He he stays for all the late cases. He does all the early morning stuff. He knows his stuff clinically. Patients love him. Doctors love him. Like, give him a shot." And that's how you get your not only your interview and, and moving up, but it's how you're going to move up the ladder too once you get on board.
0: I love it. Love it. And the last thing I want to just touch on what you guys can hear on his voice and when he says this, it's about hunger. Like everybody I talk to that's getting interviews, getting jobs right now. It's because they're hungry, you know? And, and I say this out of love to everybody. Like I get, I'm getting, I had 40 phone calls last week and you know, the people who are gonna get a job and I tell them like, it's because they're hungry. They're doing all this stuff. They've already reached out to 20 people. They've already done their research. They've watched all my videos before they're reaching out. Like they're doing everything they need to, to be successful compared to the person who's like, I think I wanna do this. I watched one thing. You're not gonna get a job interview. So I just, I just say that I always wanna be real with you guys. If you guys want to be successful, no matter what you do, you have to be hungry. You have to show that you're excited to be into this uh, amazing field and, and have an opportunity to impact others' lives.
1: Yeah, uh, every device rep out there gets approached daily by people that want a job just because it's a great field. I mean, I'm telling you, it's great. The benefits are great. The the job is great. It's fun. Um, you can do well financially. There's a lot of great opportunity there. But my manager used to always tell us. He's like, Drew, to every, me and to every other rep, I have thousand people waiting on the bench that want your job and they're willing to step up at any time. And what happens is like nurses will call us or people that work in the office will call us. Hey, do you have any job openings? But it's like they're interviewing for like a retail job. They just want something. They want it to fit into their box. And the people that we're impressed by are the ones that know what the lifestyle is. That continue to call. That continue to follow up. They're professional. Um, you can tell that the little bumps in the road aren't going to deter them. I remember a nurse one time telling me I was on call in the hospital and she found out what we made and she was like, that's incredible, you know, can I, you have any job openings and stuff? And then I told her I was on call 24 hours a day, 365, middle of the night coming in for patients getting defibrillated or shocked or things I had to deal with that were Mm -hmm. horrific or being in a case and a patient flatlines and I'm getting yelled at at the same time. She was wanting more of a nine to five. I don't know if I could be there. Would they have anything part time? And it doesn't really work like that. You know, the people we're looking for, are the people that are serious go getters, like like Jacob's talking about, they're hungry and they're just determined. Um, and that's how you set yourself apart. If you want if you want the job, do it just like Jacob did. He did an amazing job um, networking with hundreds of people. Um, every time he called me, he followed up with a text and an email and was professional and wanted to meet in person and ask for tips. Uh, you know, if you seek the right people and, and you, you, you work really hard and it's just, it's just a matter of time. It's not that you're not going to get in, it, it's just when. Yeah. That's what I would say. A
0: hundred percent. And I actually just had this conversation yesterday with someone is it's just going to, you just have to be ready to ride the roller coaster. Cause like we said, it's it is a roller coaster. It's medical device, you know, they're going to tell you it's going to go in three weeks and it's eight weeks in and you're still in the third step of the interview process. And then you think you nailed it. And they said, sorry, we're picking someone else and it's a high and low. And, and that's just part of the ride. But you guys, I just hope you were able to take something away today. Drew, coming in with so much knowledge, and again, I tell, I say this every time, my goal is to give you guys as much value and knowledge that you guys can get. And I have listened to a lot of podcasts because, again, I was in your shoes. And what Drew just dropped will help you guys get the job, at least get the interview, and, and stand out. Again, he was a three-time President Club winner, and he's shown why he's successful. So I really hope you guys can... Just take one thing out of this and start implying or putting it into your guys' practice. And as you're going into, try to get an interview or get a job. If you guys are listening to this on the podcast, please stop and do a five-star review. That would help me out. It will help me grow, help me reach more people that want to break into this awesome field. And then also, if you guys are on YouTube, please press that like and subscribe button. I really appreciate it. Drew thank you so much for jumping on. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate you. And until next time, I hope you guys have a great week. Peace.